The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here on Analyze This. Uh, great discussion in the, uh, in the first hour there with Ms. Uh, Ms. Janae Provost from the St. John School of the Arts and uh, Ms. Uh, Nicole Parsons uh, from the Forum USVI. Um, you know, you know, it's one thing that we do here on Analyze This. Um, we give we give support to the arts probably like nobody else. And it makes sense, you know what I mean? Because uh, that's, that's typical for NPR, you know? So that's what we're supposed to do. Let me give some programming notes uh, for tonight. The PBS News Hour. Uh, at 7 p.m., then at 8 p.m., uh, Consuelo Mac Well Track Portfolio House Cleaning. Right, that's from 8 to 8:30, and then at 8:30, in conversation with AARP Virgin Islands, uh, Troy uh, Schuster, Shabira going on Opal as well. And then uh, the, at 9 o'clock, Washington Week with the Atlantic. And then at 9:30, Firing Line with Margaret Hoover. At 10 p.m., Gospel Live, presented by Henry Louis Gates Jr. And then Amen. Music of the Black Church uh, from 11 p.m. until midnight. Okay, so we got the news hour at seven. Consuelo Mac help a well track at eight o'clock. In conversation with AARP Virgin Islands at 8:30. Washington Week with the Atlantic at nine. Firing line with Margaret Hoover at 9:30. Gospel Live presented by Henry Louis Gates Jr. at 10. And then Amen. Music of the Black Church. Um, at 11 p.m. that takes us up to midnight. And of course, you know, I'm a important company, which normally, right, comes on at 11 p.m. But since November, time turned back, right? But they're going to turn forward a little bit. Another month or so, they're going to turn forward and going to go back as well, okay? So, and don't forget, you could go to um, WTJX.org and get all the information uh, associated with Virgin Islands uh, Public Broadcasting. Um, also, the news feed at uh, 5 p.m. with Marcina Ventura uh, Douglas at 93.1. Right? So you got radio, TV, and online. Ah, oh, you can also download the app. Right? And you get everything uh, on the app. Uh, that's a complete deal. And, of course, Tom Ada um, with the awesome articles there uh, on the news feed at the WTJX app. Now, um, I don't know if Mr. Detterville, uh is on the line uh as yet um because you know like i said i walk in uh remote this morning at the uh and the capital according to that dog school the handle so uh, uh we're gonna work on that and we'll see mr Dedeville. mr Dedeville, you're there on the line eh? good morning hi good morning sir hey danny hey i apologize i'm not on st croix so we could have done the conversation in person don't hold it against me i'm gonna make it up to you okay yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine. That's fine. I just hope the phone is enough for the conversation. You hope that, you hope that what? I hope the phone conversation is enough. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. Oh, we do okay. this regularly, so you don't worry about that. So, so we go, but okay. we wanted to get you back uh, into the fold uh, because, of course, you know, you've made a commitment um, in, in Christianstead um, with the Internet Cafe. And just as an entrepreneur, uh, give us a feel as to, uh, what we're dealing with um with those who have uh, that that overhead um trying to um you know provide um you know for the consumer um to just be very frank so welcome to analyze this and 
uh, introduce yourself to those who are listening uh, uh, for the first time. Hi, good morning, morning. Um, Danny Dieterville, um, one half of Core Development, um, the Social Bear Garden Entrepreneur Space, what we call East Space. Um, a slew of other things that we do um, on island. Um, my second half of um, business partner is in the office with me. Not, it's under the weather. Um, his name is... Good morning, morning. Um, James Eugene, second half of Corey Development. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Little Better this morning. I'd like to say good morning to the audience and to you, Mr. Novel James. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to have Mr. Dieterbill do most of the talking today, James. I'm quite under the weather a little bit. What, what, what's the name again? So I go, I'll pronounce it correctly. James Eugene. Eugene. James Eugene, if you, yeah. James Eugene. James Eugene, okay, good. You got it. You yeah. Got it. So, so Danny, how um, how the internet cafe working out? Every time I drive past, I see people and they're relaxing and feeling comfortable, man. Um, you know, to be to be quite honest about what we're attempting to do within, you know, come February seventeenth would be a full year in which we're open. Um, we launched the Social Bear Garden. We launched. Um, Cafe 50, which is part of eSpace, um, and we launched eSpace. We have had the Social Bear Garden has done um, considerably okay. Um, I wouldn't say well, but okay. Um, people have come out and support on a numerous occasions um, when we have our jazz nights, um, we have our DJ nights, which is all of that is centered around, you know, jazz music or something of that sort. Um, so we, we do have a, a steady crowd that come by, um, especially when um, the artist Derry sings here. Um, it's totally booked out. If you're not here early, I have people calling me to reserve tables for them when she she's here. And also when Quibano um, trio, trio is here, which is um, Otis Gibbs. Um, he has a group of two former students, I think, they're still students that are part of his trio group. So that is doing okay. Um, our cafe and co-working space, we're still trying to get a good feel on it. Um, one, we haven't officially launched the site yet, so we can increase our membership or have membership. And two, we're still off the beaten path a little bit. Um, seeing where we're at on Company Street, west on Company Street. So a lot of times people walk in here and they're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know this space was here. It is so creative. Um, so that is still a process, a process that we both appreciate and will continue to appreciate because we understand what we're trying to do. Um, some people may trail, say trailblaze. I don't say that because this kind of venture has been around for so long. But we can say that for the, for the Virgin Islands. Well, for St. Croix, um, that's what it is. Um, but no, no, the, act, the actual name is The Loft, right? Yeah, the actual building name is The Loft because um, on the second floor, we have three loft apartments. Okay. And um, th this is this, um, you, can, you can find this information here um, on the, on the Coldwell Banker, uh, vi.com. 
And they got a nice photo here with the, with, with the social beer garden, um, Danny. Oh, they from do. last year, March. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that at all. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And they, they actually were promoting <clears throat> um, the laughter. They said a newly restored commercial space in Christianstead has injected a breath of fresh air in the historic downtown area, the laughter on Company Street is the latest project of Crucian entrepreneurs Danny Dedeville and James Eugene. This multi-use loft building is a testament to hard work and determination, housing four unique businesses under one roof, which includes the Internet Cafe we've been talking about, open air space, courtyard space, loft apartments, and co-working space. So, um, Ayo, Ayo got a nice platform, man. Mm-hmm. And, well, thanks, thanks to them. I mean, we didn't know of this um, at all. Um, but you know, that is, that was the intent, man. When we initially planned this and when we initially purchased a property, um, from the shoe system, we all said, say thanks to them for giving us the opportunity. You know, that was the intent to inject a breath of fresh air for young entrepreneurs that are, I mean, every day I see them here and that, you know, I thank, um, the, um, the historical board too, for understanding what we were trying to do in displaying the building the way that we displayed the building because we knew that young entrepreneurs would appreciate that. And they tell us that, and I'm not exaggerating, they tell us that every day, whether or not they come in for coffee or they come in for the social beer garden, they say that every day that, man, this space makes them feel like they're somewhere abroad. All the time, and we we relate to to how they feel, man, because uh, it, it really is it really is about the expansion and evolution of Christian State, right? As we as we as we heading down now, heading down towards into into the Kawida and Company Street, right? And of course, Company Street is a one way heading west, right? So we're heading towards towards Prince Street, right? Uh, when we start to Go on the decline, and that that level, that plateau area where you at, that was the that was Harvey's restaurant, right across the street. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. right. And and that and you know Harvey's restaurant had its its footprint, its imprint, uh, and Christian said for a lot of years, which leads me to where I want to go because I want to commend all businesses to include startups like yours, um, because we're dealing with an energy crisis, a prolonged energy crisis, and the reality is. I got to be creative and innovative to deal with the, with the water and power bill, man. I mean, let me be very yeah. candid. Talk t- yeah. talk about that reality, yeah. um, my brother. Yeah, I mean, we. I I just put away the four meters yesterday in an envelope to write WAPA a check, and you know when we tell our workers, you know we don't have that conversation too much with people that we meet, but we tell the workers, hey, this is why we're pushing. And this is why we want things done a certain way, man. Just mm-hmm. one of the meters, number one, you know, it, it supplies power to the co-working space cafe and the bear garden in the back. That meter in itself, you know, we are considering some form of additional solar. Some that, that's what that's what that's going to ask Alternative energy has alternative energy has to be considered in the modern no, day, no, given, given what we did now. Oh, yeah. We're seriously considering that. We're not even talking about the next three meters upstairs, but just that one meter downstairs, it, it, it will it will sh- it will take you back every day, every month that you gotta write that check. So we're actually now considering solar 
to, you know, it's probably reduce our light bill down probably 60 to 70%. Um, and if we can get that done, then, you know, we'll be a force around, I mean, not that there's any intent, but we'll be a force around these parts of the neighborhood for a long time. That's, that's why uh, very, very long. I, 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 like, I like to hear that confident that a force, that's why I'm talking about. Mr. Eugene? No, no, you. no, because we intend, no, we intend to, we, we, we have engaged in two other sites in Christianstead that we just acquired, one a lease, a 30-year yeah. lease. And no, 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 I'm, I'm talking about the confidence level. You know, I'm not questioning oh, yeah, 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 ability. Yeah. I, I'm just talking yeah, about yeah. the mentality, the mentality that, yeah, no. that you you intend to be a force. I like that type of thinking. You know, I mean, a force to reckon with and a force that's going to be here for a while. That's the type of thinking that we need because 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 it ain't just about the tangibles, you know. You got to factor in the intangibles as well. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and yeah, it, starts yeah, yeah, with, yeah. it starts with a level of confidence that you're making a commitment and you're going to make this thing work. No, yeah, we, we're definitely going to make it work. I mean, that's why we did the mixed use um, venture with the building. So that way we can have those bad days with the cafe. We can have those bad days with the co-working space or vice versa and still be able to survive within a property that is ours. You know, so. Mr. Mr. Eugene, I hear you mumbling there uh, when we were talking about the WAPA bill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That WAPA bill is something, it's, it's, it's a, what do you call it, an eyesore. <laughs> no, no, no. Anchor. It's not an eyesore, it's an anchor. <laughs> that heavyweight. But, but we're working with WAPA too, you know. I, 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 let, let me put it to you this way, right? We do our table talk, we have a discussion on Monday. Now, whenever the WAPA issue comes up, my phone just starts blowing up because it impacts everybody, right? But yeah, we also right. want to be of um, solution-oriented, you know, giving ideas. That's why we have the Power Hour uh, every first Friday of the month on this show because okay. alternative, alternative energy sources shouldn't just be a conversation or a vision. They got to be real, Mr. Eugene, uh, given what we're yeah. dealing with and these hardships. Uh, we can't afford, we're, we're losing money that's never going to return for, as a result of energy costs. Business, yeah. uh, communities, and societies, you want circulation of cash. Ain't got no circulation of cash when it comes to the energy price, you know, and the energy obligation, you know. Once that is paid, you know, that leaving the territory and income, and, yeah. and we want a part of that. We want circular liquidity taking place here in the Virgin Islands. That's correct, right here. <clears throat> no. Um, uh, but by the way, Danny, I wanted to know that in this article, uh, Mr. Eugene, this article that we read in here, uh, that I read here with Colwell Banker, um, and they were talking about uh, IO, IO uh, Business Venture, right? They mentioned the Economic Development Authority playing a part in this as well. Um, can you speak to that uh, a little bit? Yeah, um, I mean... From a, um, from a financing standpoint, because... Um, we know of the EDA, right? But we want yeah. to let the public know that the EDA is not just a, a agency, but it's actually having real-time effect for entrepreneurs no, I mean, and economic yeah, development yeah. here in the territory. Yeah, I, 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 um, I give people the the short. I give people the story of you know when we applied for our loan initially with our existing bank. Um, we're not going to mention them because uh, we do do business with them, and we hope to do business with them. It took them 
a year and four months to tell us no. And yeah, then you, you spoke up. You spoke about that when we when we when we when yeah, we had to go on a you know, it took them a year and four months to tell us no. And then we went to the EDA with the same business plan, the same forecast, on which they already saw um, through the entire process. And within a month or two, thanks to Monique Sambo, man, huge, 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 huge support to our ideas over there. And within a month, a month and a half, I don't even give it a full two months, she's like, Dan, you guys are approved. Um, and then I think probably three months after the approval, um, the approval probably happened in December. In March, we were signing our documents and receiving our first check in May. You know, and every step of the way um, through the process, when we wanted uh, a, a, a drawdown, there were no issues. Absolutely no issues. We send them the drawdown based on the, on, on the, uh, the budget. And we said, show them what was completed. Um, of course, we stuck on what we said we were going to do. That's a critical part there. Like one thing, no, no, one we, thing we to, stay, to, to that. say that this, yeah. is, this is what we want to do, but to have the strictitiveness and the discipline, that's critical. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, we stuck to what we wanted to do. Yeah, and they gave us the drawdowns. Never had an issue with EDA. Um, even in the payback, I mean, we have never had. There was one time in which... There was a, um, what was it for, a COVID? Yeah. Which they didn't accept payments for, I, I forgot how many months it was. Six months or something yeah. like that? But besides that, you know, we we have a great relationship. In fact, I just got off the phone with Monique yesterday asking her about other programs that, you know, other possibilities of ventures that we are now seeking to get into. And she answered every question. I mean, um, Mr. Biggs come here all the time. He's a... He's a supporter of the co-working space, a supporter of the cafe, and a big supporter of the social beer garden. So that's, that's why that's talking about. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I didn't mean to cut you off. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break there and we could pick it up okay. there. Um because it isn't just about um are you going to EDA and applying for loans. You want them to come and actually see the project in real time and all that stuff. So I like what you just told me there uh with Mr. Biggs uh, making a stop. We're talking with Danny Dinaville and uh, Mr. Uh, James Eugene's entrepreneurs in Christian State area. We'll take a break and be back right after this. A new year deserves a fresh start. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a nonprofit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our nonprofit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. 
I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. this and having a great discussion with um, some local entrepreneurs, with two local entrepreneurs to be specific, Mr. James Eugene um, and Mr. Danny Dieterville. And, um, they uh, got core development and they, they um, uh, have uh, uh, taken that leap um, and invested uh, in a multi-use project and they're looking at some other developments as well. So, uh, so we appreciate uh, them um, being a part uh, of um, what we hope is a prolonged renaissance um uh economic renaissance uh in uh the virgin islands specifically in this this venture uh is in the christian city area good morning gentlemen glad to have you on this good morning morning thanks for having us okay good now as a christian said retailer i went through some hardships in in 2023 because um some infrastructure work was being done and the, the rules in christian said um, were taking a beating, and by extension, the businesses uh, were taking a beating. Um, do my favor, uh, explain to the public the the day to day, week to week, month to month hardships I was dealing with, in particular during a window when that's supposed to be, you know, your, your biggest revenue window there is um, with the holidays. Um, starting in, in November and working its way uh, through January. Um, that that was some real-time real time, um, hardships I was dealing with them, Mr. Dita Phil. Um, um, I, I do understand. I, I have a slightly different view. Um, okay, I, do un- I do understand that there was um, a level of difficulty and um, a level of uncomfortability um, through town and um, that we had to endure for the months that I, I want to say I might be off on the months and say, you know, August to about January where prior to them having started to pay. But I'm also seeing what my intent are for the towns of St. Croix I'm also understanding of how important infrastructure is for businesses. Well, that's so good. even though it made me uncomfortable, 
at times when I'm driving through, and I know it made a lot of other people uncomfortable, I still appreciate what was being done because I knew that there is an ending point in which we all are going to enjoy this infrastructure besides the uncomfortability that we had to endure for the few months that we did. So I'm of a different view, whereas... Well, well, well I don't think you're different. I don't think, you're, I don't think what you're saying is any different from anybody else, you know, uh, because, because I think everyone would agree, right, that infrastructure investment is necessary and, 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 and a requirement, right, for any, any particular area where there's businesses, where people are living and all that stuff. What it really um, highlighted, Mr. Didaville, was why planning is such an important component when you're reinvesting in a particular area. Talk about it from that perspective, because planning is ideal. We tend to take that for granted, but if you plan things uh, ideally, and of course, you know, a lot of it is dependent on resources and monies and all that stuff, and that was a big issue we're contracting um, we're claiming about money, but but from a planning perspective, uh, you could speak to that. You you you, um, you invested yeah, in a I particular mean, property, and I planning mean, is important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know the initial plan of the contractor, nor the government, as relates to when the work was supposed to start and when it's supposed to complete. Um, I don't know that, so it's hard for me. No, to no, 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 no. But generically, let, 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 let's move away from what actually took place in Christensen and speak generically of why planning is so critical and that discipline that you spoke about, that stick-to-itiveness that allows for you to be comfortable with what you're doing as a business owner in Christensen. Yeah, I mean, planning is, is, is super important. I mean, um, from a standpoint, whereas having things done at a particular time in which you can capture your captive audience that that is expected to be here at a given time. I mean, when we opened the cafe, we centered around, and the co-working space, and we centered it around the next great thing on St. Croix after Christmas holiday, which was the fair time. Um, so we planned that. Um, um, so planning plays a huge role. I mean, just having an event here, it takes huge planning prior to that event. Um, so I do believe capturing your captive audience, you know, I, and I know a lot of businesses would like, you know, hey, we see our bulk of our businesses from the month of end of November through February, the latter part of February, early March. Mm -hmm. And this should have been done where uh, this wouldn't affect the local commuters that are coming through the businesses. I mean, affect the tourists that are coming by around that time. Um, so I know that start, that, that part of planning would play a huge role, and that created the discomfort that a lot of the, um, the businesses in Christensen had. So I, I know that that, that, is, that is a consideration of planning. Um, and, and we do that every day. We do that every day. Um, but hello? I know, hello? I'm here. Go right ahead. Oh, but I know there are times when 
you know, you could have the best plan. I mean, we 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 initially when we started construction, um, June of nineteen, we didn't know that COVID March of twenty twenty would push us back about eight to nine months because contractors right. wouldn't come. And we you know, we or the cost of goods that we already put down payments on was increased by forty eight percent because hey, the cost of goods cost more. And we go, hey, even though we gave you a deposit, that doesn't, you know, say, you know what? That is the cost that we're going to sell you that product. You haven't had the product. So we're going to increase it by 48%. So we know about planning, and we do understand that things that happen at times. And I, and I could speak to saying, okay, you know what? Probably it could have stopped during the, the time in which we expect our bulk of our people here. But, you know, it, it's, it's hard for me to say I don't understand. I do understand, and I do understand that there are things that are beyond the government nor contractors' control and beyond our control when we plan sometimes that we then have to say, you know what, hey, we did the best we can, and this is what we end up with. We plan the hell out of this, but this is what we end up with, you know. So it's it's. I'm, I I understand the conversation, but I I have a position where I didn't mind what was happening in town. I honestly didn't, you know. And that's because I did what I did with this building and all the intent of other projects. And understand that when we open a wall to put a window, we have to knock down the whole back end of the building, the whole right side, because we didn't plan for it, but it, it started crumbling. So I, there is a major importance to plan, but sometimes stuff are beyond our control, and we just have to say, you know what, we, we got to get it done. You know, it's like having kids. You know, telling your kids, hey, you got to go to college. They hate you for that time being. But when they start to actually live life, they look at it and say, you know what? I'm happy my dad, you know, forced me to do this. I hated him at that time. I disliked what he said to me. But, man, I'm so happy that now that I have kids, I can support them financially the way that I choose to support them because of that education that I got. Not saying that education is the, you know, a college degree is what you have to have to be successful, but it do put you in a position where... Um, you, you have a better chance. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Eugene, talk a little bit about um, if you can, kind of go, you're, you're fighting the the, uh, the 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 realities of Leicester. Um, Mr. Dieterville spoke about um, the, the confidence level of being a force uh, uh, that gonna be that gonna be dealt with long term in Christianstead. Talk a little bit about um, more investment and reinvestment in Christianstead. Well, the plan for us has always been about expanding and creating new opportunities, not only for us, but for the people of the Virgin Islands. So what we do is we take a step back and we look and we see where there's a need. <coughs> Excuse me. Where there's a need. And then that's where we go and we formulate our plan. And, and what we do, we always try to, to bring in people from the outside, 
hear what they have to say, see what their responses are. And then we go back, we sit down, we calculate it, and then we make a decision on where we want to go with everything, like within the two new projects, the two new ventures that we're going to be getting into. <clears throat> but um, in essence, also, we do love the community. We do love Christiansted. We would love to do other ventures in Frederickstead, you know, but the opportunity in Christiansted just seems to be coming our way every time. So wherever the opportunities come, that's where we got to take it. So the two new ventures I'm really excited about. Um, we're going to be um, probably attacking them sometime um, within the next two months or so. I don't want to get too much into detail with it, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> when it starts, then everybody is going to see um, what is going to be on the finished product. But also um, with what we have here, with the lofts, with the, the, the um, Airbnbs upstairs, we have like a 99% five-star rating. Um, <clears throat> and like piggyback on what Danny said, we like to see, for me, I love to see the younger generation and the older generation. They come here, they sit down, they communicate with each other, even, even if it's an artist, a musician, someone dealing with, working with graphic designs, and, and to see your dream come true where it is that you wanted to see this is what you was looking at, that you wanted to see the young and the older people able to come into an environment where they, they love it and they communicate and they work well with each other. That's, that's, that's what we love. That's 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 good to hear um, that you have confidence in 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 your business plan, um, yeah. and and given given in the realities that we spoke about earlier, um, you need that that that's the intangibles um, that that I was talking about. You you mentioned um, the 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 big picture hypothetical there, Mister Delaville, with um, encouraging children to get educated and all that stuff. How do, how do we get younger people involved in business and entrepreneurship and investment? I know you're not know, coming um, to college, you're trying to make mind. money, you're trying to establish yourself, you want to get an apartment, you want to get a home and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing younger people more interested in owning their own business than working for somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, um, we have a number of employees that we have here um, that they all are, are considerably younger than I am. And um, we, I'm an open book with anyone that's willing to ask me a question. I won't just give information randomly like that. But if you ask me a question, then I become an open book. Um, and I'll tell you exactly the numbers. I won't hide it. I'll tell you the exact numbers of what I did, what I didn't have, how I got to this point, when it took me, what I lost. I'll give you the the all the information that you need that I have that I could then disseminate to you so you can understand what being an entrepreneur is like. Um, and uh, up, up to last week, we had two of our, our employees. One is our employee and one is a, an associate to us. She do a lot of work here. Um, they wanted to use a conference room 
because one of the employees is considering doing his own clothing clothing line and stuff. And, you know, he asked me, can they use it? And I was like, yeah, of course. Of course we would charge anyone. But to encourage younger generations to be entrepreneurs, I'm like, yo, come on. You don't even need to ask me that. Just come in. And they, they both came in. I took photos of it. I haven't posted it. But they both came in. They, you know, they looked at their, their garments. And I was like, man, this is exactly what we thought of when we considered creating this space. So... I say to say this that I've had many conversations, Mr. James, many, many conversations with young adults asking me over and over, man, how did you get to this point? How did you do this? How did you do that? And up to, we were just invited, we're from the neighborhood of Waves of Light. In July of this summer, I'm going to actually go sit down and talk to the neighborhood attendees and explain to them, I mean, word for word, how I got from the neighborhood to this point. Because it still baffles me a little bit to see that a kid from Williams Light, not the private section, the projects, you know, probably 700 or 800 square feet. I don't even give it 800. Probably 750 to 650 square feet home now own numerous properties in the town that we used to like, yo, can't you can give me a right to Christian Stead? <laughs> now we uh, own property uh, and people are looking uh, at us like, whoa, you know, we, 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 we're we, we going to go to a break, but I, I just always wanted to know, um, the great rapper Rakim said, <laughs> ain't where you're from is where you're at. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so, I mean, it is, in a sense, it is where you're from because that's your foundation, but it's really where you're at yeah. now. And you're to be commended yeah. for for for, uh, for evolving and and actually be an entrepreneur. We'll take a break. We're talking with our uh, core development, uh, James Eugene and Mr. Danny Dieterville. Uh We'll be back uh, right after this. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. transferring me to start bomber training. He'll be flying. Over there. I don't think I'm ready. Neither did any of the women who came before you, and yet here we all are. My wife, she's pregnant. I wondered if I could go back. We all have people we're worried about, but we have a job to do. Is that understood? I think it started. All Creatures Great and Small, the season finale on Masterpiece. Tune in Sunday, February 18th at 10 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. 
On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big that cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The black preaching tradition is deeply connected to gospel music. Our singers preach and our preachers sing. God, we ask that you reinvigorate somebody. You feel it deep down in your soul. It makes you want to shout. It makes you want to <laughs> sing. Tune in Saturday at 10 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. conversation uh, uh, with entrepreneurs uh, in the Virgin Islands, uh, but specifically uh, on the Christian State side, uh, Mr. Uh, Danny Dedeville and uh, Mr. Uh, James Eugene uh, from from Core Development. So, um, you're, you're still somewhat in... Good morning once again, gentlemen, by the way. Uh, glad to have you. Morning, morning. Uh, morning, morning. And, and analyze this. Um, so, you're, you're, you're still going through your your infancy uh, with the with the e-cafe, but you're confident they're going it's it gonna be um, a long-lasting venture. The cafe, the cap, the co-working space, the co-working space, and and the cafe, and 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 the multi. The yeah, multi, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely will be because for us, it actually houses our office. Um, so we're going to be here, irregardless. We're going to use the space ourselves. My business partner. And also my our other business partner, uh, Rhonda, we do have a third um, business partner, Rhonda D'Souza. She lives okay. on the island of St. Thomas. And um, they're coffee drinkers. Um, so if no one ever comes in, we will sell. <laughs> we will sell $21 worth of coffee every morning. For them. <laughs> you know, and, and I'll probably spend $7 on on. location a couple of weeks ago we had our first ever uh remote analyze this um over here at st thomas at uh at the deli deck 
And we're going to be doing that uh, throughout the territory. So you know, I got to Listen, get, I got to I'm inviting play. you right now. <laughs> I'm inviting you right now to bring your podcast here at the cafe at any I, night, I, any I, day. I got to get some action. And we live stream yeah. it that morning. Uh, everything. Of course, you know, WTJX, uh, we master um, uh, live uh, uh, video. Uh, so, so, but it, it requires a lot of work, right? You got to put yeah. in the work, you got to put in the time because the logistics, oh. um, and the internet and all that stuff got to be, uh, on point, but, uh, we definitely gonna make our way to that East space up there on company street. You know, not about that. Yeah. 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 So we're working on that, that podcast room that anyone that has a podcast or wish to have their own podcast. Yeah. No, no, no. Our, our thing going to be in the restaurant because we push in the business too. Check what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Of course, we, we, of course, we, of course. We, yeah. we, we want we want that when we come there, right? It is business as usual, uh, and we we are just uh, added value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, As a matter of fact, when we did it uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I think it was the 23rd because the 22nd was a state of territory. Um, we got we got the text responses we wanted. When are you coming? Right. When are you doing this on St. Croix? When are you doing this on St. John? That's the goal. Yeah. So we knew that we had accomplished what we wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that you're into that. And let's face it, um, I don't think anyone could have imagined podcasting just taking off to this to these ridiculous levels. We're we're no, we're no, folks, no, no, no. Fo- not, folks not, are doing podcasts and networks are buying them out. With eight figure deals. With eight figure deals. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Eight, yeah. eight figure deals. Eight figure deals. Huge yeah. endorsement. Companies are endorsing them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so, so I'm glad. But that's, I'm not surprised that you're all thinking uh, along those lines because that's what you guys are. You guys are visionaries and you need to be um, commended uh, for what you do. So let's talk about the prospects for the Virgin Islands. Um, as a, at large, not just your business, but for the territory, because um, we're going through this technological window. Um, we're in the we're in the middle of a ten to fifteen year recovery uh, in the aftermath of storms that hit us six and a half years ago. Uh, what's what, what's the prospects? What do you, what, what, what do you think? What, uh, are we going to be better off um, come twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven? Looking futuristically. Um. I think we will because that's just the optimism in me, um, and I've always been an optimist um, since moving back home um, with my first business ever, closing in '03. I've always been an optimist, so I am one to say, "Yeah, we're definitely." And I could say that with the account that what our intentions are. Our intention is to lay a, to be a force to be reckoned with. So I definitely do believe that we will be in a better place in 2026. Um, how that is look like in terms of what needs to happen, um, I'm not certain on from a government standpoint what needs to happen. Um, they, they have their own um, plans and agendas that needs to take place. But I know from our standpoints and friends and partners that we know um, that are investing or have the intent of investing that call us every day that we will be in a better place come 2026. Um, 
And I, I do believe it. You know, I mean, when I when I look around, specifically St. Croix, and then I look at what St. Thomas has done within the past two years, money that they have invested, um, just on their waterfront, man. I mean, it speaks volume to when you go to other islands to see what what that looks like compared um, to those other islands. I always tell people I love the Virgin Islands, man. I love the Virgin Islands. You can't say nothing bad about the VI, specifically St. Croix, with, in front of me. And you from St. Croix, are we somewhere in the state? You can't say nothing bad in front of me. You'd be like, damn, D. I'm like, yeah. We're supposed to allow it, man. Even if we 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 at floor level and struggling. We so we supposed to always think that we have that resilience in us that we got and we got value. We we got we got years of of investment, not just in the Virgin Islands but hemispherically and globally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, 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 our our history is rich, and that alone yeah. has value. And that's supposed to always yeah. allow us to be, you know, eternally optimistic from the perspective of how you're speaking. Yeah, yeah. And I, I tell people all the time, you know, not to get into politics, I tell people the best thing that happened to us uh, removed from Biden was Donald Trump becoming president. And people are like, what? What do you mean by that? Initially, like, what, what do you mean by that? I said, man, because it awoken some of us to see exactly <laughs> where us as black folks need to, you know, I, and I tell them all the time, he's like, man, how are you going to say that? I said, because... You're now awoken, though, right? You see exactly mm. what you were putting on blindness for, right? I never did that, but you see it now, right? And you see where your focus needs to be, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. So, well, well so sometimes I, I don't want to call it a necessary evil, but but what it is it is it is that it, it it refocuses or it creates a focus that has been dormant. Right. Yeah. And uh, 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 as a result of that, you, you have to have a, a true big picture perspective of what really going on. Not just what's going on for you, but what's going yeah. on for you and what's around you. And that to me is, I guess I, I, I'm sensing that's the, what you're talking about from that context. Yes, 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 yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So good. You know? So um, so what, what about Fredericksted, man? Uh, you're, from, you're from Williams, they're like, uh, and, and Fredericksted is... is replete with potential but for some reason um it it, it, it kind of continues to stagnate a little bit if you want to give some suggestions for Fredericksted, we got a beautiful period on there um we got a waterfront we got a fort um i know the Polly joseph's stadium project is painful just to think about it but um Fredericksted, Fredericksted could, could be could be a haven for for, for a lot of good things um danny Deneville and, and jimmy eugene Mr. Noel James, I knew that question was coming because we get that question all the time. <laughs> you know what? We we do have intent. Like I, I told my business partner, and he could tell you this. Uh, there's a corridor in um, in Frenchstead that I love. That I think, um, and that's a corridor right there where Cibonane to the corner and back down to Yuka exists. Yeah. Um, from a King, from a King Street standpoint, I think that corridor needs to be focused on because I think all the tangible things are already there. We just need to take the properties to another level. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so there is intent for us to purchase something down in Frederickstead. I mean, Frederickstead have the most beautiful streets I've ever seen in any town. And I've traveled a lot of places to Caribbean. Not a, every island, but a lot of places where you can have four cars comfortably yes, sir. Um, traversing on Frederickstead. I mean, there's no yes, town. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two park, two park, two park on each side, and two way traffic. Yeah, and people moving in between that. Yeah. So I give that, yeah, you know, I give that a big, big kudos to what we have to in our hands in Frederickstead. Um, I go through Frederickstead every day because I live in the rainforest, so I know exactly. We we actually have a spot in Frederickstead. Yeah. Um, our first. Core development venture, one of core development's first venture was actually in Frederickstead, and it still exists there. Um, so we do intend to visit and invest more into Frederickstead. But as businessmen, black businessmen, where money is somewhat, you know, uh, a, a serious issue, we needed a return on investment faster before we then consider Frederickstead the way that we are now looking at it. Um, because sense. now we're saying, okay, you know what? Our money's coming back a little faster on this end of the island. Let's now look, start looking at Frederickstead. But we've been had our eyes on Frederickstead for a number of years now, especially that, that specific corridor. No, man, I, I, I like what I hear in um, You know, I, I think oh, we, yeah. need to, we, we need to look <clears throat> at sunset, at the sunset and use the sunset dynamic that sunset uh, uh sunset city type of thing where um happy hour that that, that could be the happy hour area there man that's trans street area yeah, there yeah. between no, four I, and I eight o'clock a, a lot a lot of good things a lot of good positive development could could happen on the economic activity between four and eight o'clock down in the west with yeah. that that sunset beaming off of that off of that um, pier oh my gosh mm. it's lovely yeah, yeah you, you know what one thing we are, we are, every investment that we make, we encourage ourselves to, to make the second floor a livable space because we believe that the only way town or businesses in town and towns will survive is that if we bring our residents back into town. That's correct. So every space we ever put that, 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 that's an economic. Yo, yo, yo. Every in my years as elected official, I say this all mm-hmm. the time on this show. Every economic conference we went to, they tell us if you want your tongues to move, then get people to live in, in your yeah, tongue. Yeah. And, we, and once, you know, and once that, that once that happened, yeah. then you're gonna see things because there's something to protect. And something yeah. to invest in. And, yeah. and, and I agree with that uh, 100%. Uh, Mr. James Eugene and Mr. Danny Dederville, uh, the East Space up there on Company Street. Um, definitely want to give a shout out to Cowell Banker for that for that great uh, story that they, they gave about IO development. And uh, you got a multi use thing there with a loft up there on uh, King Street, I mean, on Company Street as we're heading, uh, heading west. Uh, and a decline towards uh, the Holy Cross Catholic Church and working towards Prince Gentlemen, congratulations. Congratulations on your commitment to the town of Christians, to the people of the Virgin Islands, and your vision uh, for uh, a better Virgin Islands going forward. And uh, 
um, know that um, when we go on location, we we'll analyze this. Um, the laugh can get some action at some point down the road. Okay. <laughs> well, and we want to say thanks for inviting us. Um, I know I was on the show before um, under a different capacity with another friend of mine, Mr. Lucian Down. Um, but I, you know, I want to say thanks to WTJX yourself, Mr. James, for um, inviting us. And WTJX has been a big supporter of the love. Um, from the day we opened our, our apartments, they, they have been, you know, a big supporter of that. Um, so we no, want to no, no, man, I, I, I reflect, I reflect what we're about, man. That's why boils some yeah. And, yeah. and we gotta, so we, we gotta, we, we gotta make that happen. So Eugene, thank you very much. I know you're battling the thank elements much, and the conditions, but I'm um, yeah. glad you could make some time to be a part of the conversation. And Mr. Deneville, appreciate you, man. Thank you very much, sir. I thank you, Mr. James. Have a nice one. You got it. You got it. That's uh, Danny Deneville, my core development, along with um, James Eugene, and looking forward to meeting uh, that third partner who is actually uh, Anne St. Thomas. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, be good and be safe and. Uh, I know we had um, some some rough weather in the middle of the week, but the weekend gonna be lovely. Okay, so it's all good, and then we'll talk to you on Monday with the table talk. Okay, until then, be good and be safe. Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.